Hey, welcome to the Coffee with Amber podcast, where we talk about life and leadership and whatever else comes up. Grab your favorite cup of joe and enjoy the ride. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Coffee with Amber. This has been a very interesting couple of months for me. It's been a while since I have recorded a podcast. A lot has been going on. I'm sure it's been going on in your world too as we get back to a post-COVID normal, (laughs) whatever that is. A lot has happened since I spoke with you last. Um, My center made the um, decision to close, so I'm currently, you know, on the job hunt again, which has been kind of crazy because I find myself getting asked the same questions I've been asking for seven and a half years. So it's been interesting how all that um, has been evolving, I guess is a good term. Um, So I, in the last couple of months while we were um, ending the school year, because the um, center closed um, at the end of the school year, which was the end of May. So... During that time, I spent a lot of um, time in the classroom. I wanted to support my staff and make sure that, you know, they felt safe with the transition and that they were um, feeling peaceful. So that was important to me. Well, you know, when I was in the classroom, I noticed uh, some interesting things about the toys we had. And remember, some of you may not, but some of you may remember those shape sorters. They're kind of like an octagon ball. It was like blue and red. You remember that one? Well, I was working with redirecting a toddler. uh, So I pulled this toy off the shelf as the nearest thing to me. And I grabbed the handles that are made, you know, to release the two sides enough so that the shapes can come out. And I pulled. Nothing happened. I pulled again and twisted the handles, thinking that this would somehow jar the toy to opening up further. Like, maybe that was the trick, the secret. Nope, nothing happened. Then I had a flashback of how this toy has always frustrated me. It doesn't work like it's supposed to. Why is it still a toy? Why are they still selling this? It is more like a weird form of self-inflicted torture. Frustration causes so much frustration. I dug the toy shapes out of the little opening and worked with the toddler to find the right shaped hole and thankfully found another toy to play with shortly after. (laughs) And I put the frustrating shape ball back in its place. Well, later, as I was reflecting over the day, a thought about that part of my day kind of led me down a rabbit hole that I thought I'd share with you guys. Well... Just like I was getting frustrated by the challenges of a toy that doesn't quite work like expected, you know, we also get frustrated when life doesn't work like we expected, like it's supposed to. My center closing was not something that I felt was supposed to happen. (laughs) You know, um, if God, you know, is out there, which I know he is, but you know, it's just unpack this with me. Why wouldn't he have stopped, you know, such a heart-breaking thing from happening to me? 
I, you know, I've believed and served and my, did my best, you know, all my life. And, you know, these are just some questions that, you know, I, I was asking myself and, you know, it, it led me further into asking, how do we know how life is supposed to go? Who told us life was going to work out in a specified process? I mean, how did we know going, you know, how did we know to have expectations of our lives? How do we determine where those expectations come from? How do we manage those expectations? You know, those are all really good questions. And unfortunately, you know, I don't have all the answers. And what I do have as an answer is that I truly believe that sometimes God has to take us out of our comfort zone in order to build things into us. And the only thing I can reckon it to is as when children are little, they want to do some things. And while the things they want to do aren't necessarily, you know, wrong or bad, it's just not good for them. It's not the best possible scenario for them. And um, we believe that, you know, we should do what is in the best interests of the child. That is what we have learned. That's what, you know, every, all the studies show. Why would we think that God would want anything less for us? He wants to do what is in the best interest of his child, which at this time would be me and you. Um, so that kind of helped, you know, me to realize and connect that I know that God has always been faithful to me and I don't have to worry about what's next. He's taking care of me and my family my whole life and and the, my married life and um that didn't mean that he kept me from struggling it just meant i never felt alone when i remembered that he was there with me now that doesn't always answer my expectation questions like how did we get there was this something that was drilled into us um through our environment, through our nurturing, you know, there's the old nature versus nurture, you know, I'm tend to be one of the believers of nature and nurture tend to help us create our expectations of what things should be. Um, but I am quickly learning that not all is going to turn out like you expected. Sometimes it's worse and sometimes it's better. And I choose to believe that God is working something great out for me. I choose to believe that there are um, new challenges ahead to hone my skills as not only a leader, but as a person, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend you know, as a teacher. And I'm up for that. You know, whatever that adventure is, I'm up for it. Now I say that, you know, there's still that little piece of anxiety in the back because it's like, what is God going to ask me to do? <laughs> what am I going to have to say yes to that it's going to make me nervous and take me out of my comfort zones? You know, um, 
so that, yeah, that scares me. It, it, it gives me a little bit of uh, pause. However, I also know that following Jesus and the leadership that Jesus offered and modeled, uh, it is a great adventure and lives are changed and for the better. And that is where I choose to put my hope. And I think also that when you're not a big risk taker like myself, you can really find your spot, comfort zone, and just tend to stay there. <laughs> I'm happy here. Nothing, you know, I can do this, you know. Um, I'm I'm completely happy staying, doing the same thing I've done. You know, I'm happy. I like to eat at the same places. I like to eat, you know, I like to be comfortable. I like to feel comfortable. Not so much... You know, I can be uncomfortable physically, like, you know, my can have a pain, you know, in my foot or in my head or, you know, but in my spirit and in my soul, being anxious and fighting that all the time, you know, is, um, is where I'm restless. So when I'm in my comfort zone and my, and I feel like my soul is, and my spirit are peaceful, my body you know, my mind is peaceful because I already know what's coming. I've already been doing this. Um, <laughs> it just, that's where I think people can get stuck and you don't always see what's outside of your comfort zone, where you can help people and where they, well, frankly, where people need you, they need you to be there. And if, if I choose to stay where I'm comfortable and where where I feel the most safe, then somebody else might be hurting because I, you know, I didn't see them or I didn't help when I could have. And that's not who I want to be. And so I will prayerfully, consistently, <laughs> prayerfully, lay down my comfort and face my anxieties and my fears so that other people, so that I can be used by God to help other people and lead other people out of their comfort zones as well, holding their hand. Because family holds on and we are a leadership family. If you're listening to this podcast, you are family. And I want you to know that I care about you and that God cares about you and that you matter. And if you have a story to tell, please share it with me. You can email me, amber at coffeewithamber.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.